Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every boss, 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 and boss in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is a man they call Il Monstro. Will Hughes. Hey Gary, uh, first just want to get it out there that there was a very strong Big Bopper energy to the <laughs> intro today. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Hello, uh, listener. <laughs> Point the plane up. <laughs> Don't crash me, baby. Uh, and then, who is Il Monstro? What's the reference there? So I was for a second during that in the improvisation. I thought that's what they called Mussolini. Okay, <laughs> but it's Il Dulce. I think is what they actually call him. Okay, and uh, yeah. So just for a second, I was you know making a Mussolini reference. Oh, the monster of Florence, Il Monstro uh, de Firenze, is the name commonly used by the media in Italy for a serial killer that killed 16 people between 1968 and 1985 in the province of Florence. That's what I, that's must have where I got the, uh, the expression, because I knew it was a thing. I just thought it was Mussolini and not that guy. Oh, the courts reached the conclusion that the murders were not committed by a single person, but by a group of at least four perpetrators who were convicted and later became known as the Snacks Companions. The, wait, wait, wait up. Wait up. See, the, the Beatles joke was very good, but I knew Snacks Companions was no, coming. Yeah, that's, that, that's very uh, – okay, hold on. I need to – Compagni de merende. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Man, we're in a murder mood this week. Snacks companions. Why though? <laughs> you have to say why they were called that. <laughs> Did they get caught by leaving a bunch of shells? <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of, like like uh, they were cedars. No other reference to the word snacks in this Wikipedia page. Oh, Gary. Italy, you maniacs! Is it because the they were young amorous couples parked or camped in countryside areas? So was it like picnic companions? Oh, uh, what? Okay, so what if I just Google snacks companions on it? You're own? just gonna like get it, pictures of like cereal mascots. Six snacks to pair with your on-the-go coffee. Fuck you, MrCoffee.com. Um, yeah, boy. All right, snacks uh, strong, strong energy. It's uh it's Boss Sunday. Boss. So take a chance and face the boss. An open road and a road that's hit. Brand new boss. Around the boss. It is indeed. Gary, you know, you Google one time like baldness cures and then the cookies just <laughs> go nuts. All my ads are just waves of dudes with worse baldness than I have, which is saying something. Well, maybe just it's there to make you feel better. Oh, yeah, I do. You're superior to them. Yeah. Uh, Gary, who, I, who are we know, talking about today? We got a spicy boy. For the first time in my life, uh, I thought, like, I looked at, like, I felt like my hair was maybe thinning. Yeah. I know that's, you know, that's, I'm not trying to, I'm aware of my privilege. But I was looking at my hair the other day and I was like, I can see a, a little bit more of my scalp than I used to. So, yeah, maybe I'm, my, my hairline is going to recede a little bit. Yeah. The, the, the weird paradox of me is that I have male pattern baldness. So I have a ball, a very large bald spot in the middle of my skull. Uh, not the middle like of my talk. skull, the top of my skull, yeah. Uh, the, a bald spot in the middle of your skull is normal because there should be brain in there. Um, <laughs> but my hair so is... It's not normal to have a bunch of hair in there? Uh, no, that's probably, probably pretty bad for you. We probably yeah. got to do some uh, combination haircut lobotomy. Get a barber? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Anywho. Uh, my hair uh, in the front and the back, though, is extremely still very thick and long to the point where it's like, I hate it. Yeah. Uh, I have taken to wearing bandanas to keep it out of my eyes. And I have 
given myself the new nickname, uh, David Fatass Wallace. I was just going to, I was literally going to just say that. Yeah. <laughs> so the, <laughs> like, I'm glad that, that you got there. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. I've, I've been wearing a hat lately. Yeah. You but, keep uh, trying to push me on hats. It's not going to happen, man. I, uh, well, I'm not trying to put, I'm just wearing my own hat. I'm not trying to push you now. I'm just saying I'm slowly transitioning into a hat. Guy. Look, this viral hat marketing isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. Hats. Heard of them? <laughs> Heard of them, fatty? Hey, we're the hat council, fatty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bald fatso. Heard of a hat? Hey, it's um, me, George R. R. Martin. Hats. <laughs> what if there's a hat for your guts? Not yet. Bump a dump a wind's a winter. Bump a dump a dump. Is that a shirt? Um, Gary, isn't a shirt just a hat for your guts? Kinda. But not in the lands of Westeros. Um, yeah. All right, we're talking about a good boy today. Yeah, we're talking about Monstro 2. Uh, this is a posthumous boss, as the name implies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's our old pal Monstro. I, I always assume this is like a cyborg, but it's not. I always th- I th- I always assume too because he shoots a like a laser like a blood laser, but he shoots a laser. Yeah, I think in the old versions, uh, in the Flash version, it looked more like a cyborg. Yeah, but no, this is just Monstro, but some of his uh, skin has come off, leaving behind his milky white eye and bone. Yes, yeah, and this is a boss that has made uh, a big difference in the original, uh, from the original version. Yeah, it lightened us, Gary. Uh, because the original version, so Monstro has pretty simple patterns. Uh, one of which is to shoot a horizontal brimstone laser. Horizontal only, which is one of those weird things where it it really does change the flavor of the fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you used to be able to, like, get him into an AI loop trivially easy. Yeah, you could. he, so, would, ju- he would jump, land, yep. fire the blood laser, ju- and then if you moved just a little bit up or down, he would jump, land, fire the blood laser. As long as you yep. stayed near him, he would basically could be tricked into this behavior that would let you just, like rip him apart and and it's uh became a thing that i was uh really really um like in favor of him like the first you know when i my early binding of isaac days i've really fond memories of him because it was hard to get late enough in the game where monster two would show up and every time he did it was like the progress of having a gimme boss meant something yeah it was like before i got good at the game so i was like oh thank god it's this guy this guy's easy let me i'll get to see a little bit more of the game mm-hmm. Like, I have really strong, like, positive associations with this guy. Now he's much more of a traditional boss um, because it, and they just made his AI less predictable. Yeah. So we mentioned the Bud Laser. Again, only horizontal, which means you want to be, like, you basically want to bait him into doing this and then move to above him or below him and shoot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he also leaps on, uh, kind of leaps towards you, like, contact will do damage. He'll just kind of walk towards you. And he'll jump way up in the air and then land in your position. Uh, he'll do it twice. Um, shooting blood tears or spawning uh, little sucker enemies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this bo- this battle can thus be kind of chaotic. Obviously, when you're dealing with those suckers, you're going to be uh, not thinking as much about that horizontal line you need to be avoiding. Mm-hmm. And the suckers, which I thought, based on the name, were the leech guys, but they're actually the flies that explode into horizontal and vertical uh, bullets. Yeah, uh, which, again, yeah. are some of the harder enemies to deal with because you have to get on the same plane as them to shoot them. Yeah, so it, that's kind of the theme of the boss. Yeah, he's also just a beefy guy. He's got quite a yeah. bit of health. Uh, mm-hmm. Not like Gertie level, but uh, maybe actually technically Gertie level, but he's later in the game. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is, tends to be a longish fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it is It is kind of hard to maintain your, your no damage. 
uh, bit of it. But it's it's you know it's a relatively easy move set to get your hands on. It's just kind of a little bit hard to deal with. Yeah, uh, the depths remains my hardest area to get the no damage achievements in. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think that that's actually like very common. Um, like weirdly harder than ones on accident. Weirdly harder than the womb and the the floors below it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's that that specific spot of you know where the uh, your avatar power versus the level difficulty, mm-hmm. like where it becomes uneven for a second, you know. Um, yeah, and so there's not a lot to him. Uh, there's a red version, a champion version that just moves quicker, um, but only spawns two of the little flies, not four, when he lands, and that's really it. But I have a lot of affection for this guy because I like Monstro. Yeah, he's also he's, just yeah. been around for a long time. Uh, oh, yeah. He's the, was the first posthumous boss. He's in the he's in the original base, The Binding of Isaac, before Wrath of the Lamb introduced the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a real fun surprise when you first ran into him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you saw Monstro, and now there's Monstro too. He's back, baby. Yeah, and he is an interesting – he's an evolution on Monstro's design. He's – mm-hmm. like the brimstone laser is there to replace the Horf. Yep, he's gotten more powerful. Um, great little detail when he opens his mind to uh, shoot the brimstone laser. You can see his spine hanging out yeah. at the back of his head. Looks great. Um, generally, just a lot of affection for this guy. He's a good boy. Yeah, if I was going to, like, Gary, if you were going to pick a dad out of the Isaac bosses, where mm. would Monster Alert rank? Uh, how many dads do I get? You get two dads, just, and neither of them can be Paul Reiser. Oh, fuck. fuck you fuck, fuck, can fuck. count on me. Matter um, how you go, you can count on me. I think that Monster Two would not be up there. Oh man, Gary, that's harsh. Yeah, I, I love him. Okay, but I think of him as more of a fun uncle. I, Gary, I get it. I get every part of it. And please don't reveal who your top is, because obviously we will, we will be. Uh, you know, we ask that question with every single boss we've ever talked about in this game, and we will continue mm-hmm. to. I, uh, my friend, uh, is pretty obsessed with Paul Reiser. And he, uh, what I remember a, what following. What a damning him. thing to say about another human being. It was, it, it's, it's a uh, semi-ironic, you know, appreciation. Okay. Uh, he keeps finding his books. And every time I go to the bathroom, there's a copy of uh, Couplehood Couple or Babyhood. Yeah, I've read Couplehood. Um, how is it? Uh, it's fine. It's, it's uh, much like uh, Seinfeld's book from that same era. It's stand-up jokes that a have sign been turned. Sign language? Sign language, yeah. It's yeah. jokes, basically, that have been turned. Like, it's a stand-up routine that's been turned into a book. Mm. Yeah. It used to be how you could do it. I, I love those books. Eight one eight point five four is their uh, Dewey Decimal section, and oh. I've read a lot of those. Wow, that used to be my go-to spot in the library when I was like twelve. He um, reading those on his toilet. Dave Barryman, Paul, Dave da- Barry, Dave Barryman. Um, I I remember uh, having affection for Dave Barry, and then suddenly being like the Dilbertness of it all just got to me. It, it, it's a Couldn't it's a little it. on the. I, I mean, you're talking to a guy who. Uh, is deeply saddened that Dilbert has been taken from us by its creator. The, the biggest fan of Dilbert I know. I think that's probably like, true. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, like, let's let's put it on a more concrete metric. The person who has spent the most money on Dilbert products that you know, <laughs> who definitely also may true. have owned at one point a Dilbert Halloween mask. Did you ever yes. uh, eat the Dilberito? I. What is that? Where's it? Where, where? What? You know about the Dilberito? I don't think so. It's a Dilbo or Dil- Dilbo. It's a Dilbert. It's, it's from a Dilbo. my old pal Dilbo. <laughs> it's a Dilbert dog mo capo. Yeah, it's a burrito branded with Dilbert that they marketed. Oh wow, that sounds like it would give me uh, intestinal distress. But it did. <laughs> like it gave it to tons of people. Yeah, uh, my funny. like my favorite uh, Dilbert book was uh, Fifty Habits of Highly Ineffective People. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go with effective, but no, no, no. Which was the uh, the annotated. 
20th anniversary Dilbert book where uh, every strip had a little note from Scott Adams, who I didn't know was terrible. Yeah. Were you into the notes? I was. Was he like, I like commentary. And you're like, yeah, okay. I like the, I, I like the, I like commentary. I like the Penny Arcade uh, books that have commentary too. Mm. I like commentary on thing, things that I read. There's, like. like, there's an Aquid uh, collection that does that too. The uh, back of one of the Perry Bible Fellowship uh, collections mm-hmm. has his, uh, his comments on them. So the important, the important thing well. is that I had a Dilbert mask and it did have the necktie that points upward. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what happened to that mask? Ah, I must've burnt it. Yeah. Probably yeah, killed some birds with the fumes. Yeah. 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 How many birds have died directly due to Dilbert? Uh, yeah. More it's, than one. It's, yeah. I would say 7,000, you know, 7,000 birds, 7,000 birds. Between like the the, the I factories. I would kill seven thousand birds, and I will kill seven thousand more, just to read about my best friend Dilbert, and also his dog who has a similar name. <laughs> oh, if you don't enjoy Dilbert, please support this podcast. Uh, yeah. I promise. I would like to give a pledge: no money given to this show. Will go mm-hmm. towards Dilbert products in the future, no. unless, of course, I do find a Dilburrito, in which case I do feel obligated to eat it. Yeah, I would. I would buy you a Dilburrito on site. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such I, a complicated threat. It is, I, and intended as such. Um, the yeah. So if I see one of those, you're eating it. Um, <laughs> also, a very specific threat. Uh, but if you like this show, give us money instead of Dilbert, and give us ratings and reviews instead of Dilbert. And good night. Good night. Sorry, Gary. I got distracted by thinking about what the d- reviews on Dilbert probably look like these days. <laughs> you tell him, <laughs> like, Scott. Yes. And and people calling him out. Like people who are like, this is how I'm going to get back at him. Yeah. The review of the Dilbert. The master persuader. Uh, master persuader. Yeah, we, we did a Dilbert game for After Suffering and went down a deep Dilbert hole. And it's worse than... I don't know how long it's been. So that's where we found out about the Dilburito yeah. and the Teledildonics and all of the, uh, Did, the, the Dilbert offshoot stuff. Oh, that sounds terrible. Uh, I, I've said this to you before. The actual Dilbert TV show, which was done by Larry Charles from Seinfeld and Borat, is actually pretty funny. I've heard. Yeah, I believe it. I just, uh, you know, have not watched it. Yeah, it's not worth going back for. But if you yeah. ran out of all other content, uh, possibly yeah. because of some sort of Twilight Zone situation. <laughs> Yep. Let me go to to Dilbert Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wasn't. Are you still recording? Because you just said Dilbert Heaven. <laughs> <laughs>